people will say just putting hearing aids on and getting that little bit of extra sound is enough for them to find relief. And is it because, is it like canceling the frequency? Is there like, is it a battle? Is it a war of frequencies that your hearing aid is going to counterbalance the, the high frequency of your tinnitus? No. Okay. Welcome to the Ask an Audiologist podcast, real audiology white papers written by real audiologists and explained to you by a real audiologist and a guy who isn't. Now here are your hosts, Dr. Ali Tresseter and Kevin Zener. Welcome back to another episode of Ask an Audiologist. I'm Kevin Zener. And I'm Dr. Ali Tresseter. Today's episode is going to be featuring the topic... Of all the different types of tinnitus treatments available, the article was written by Dr. Al Turi down at the Village's Health in the Village's Florida. And Dr. Ali, I don't know about you, but this podcast originates in northern Nevada, and I would love nothing more than to be in Florida right now based yes. on the desolate wasteland of cold temperatures and endless snow of which we call home. It will not stop snowing. Yeah, this is no longer an Ask an Audiologist podcast. This is uh, two grown adults complaining about weather, things that we have no control over because we've just been in it nonstop every single week since I want to say Thanksgiving, and it has been unrelenting. The worst. The worst. The only thing that makes this better, and it actually makes it better for only half of this podcast, is that our very own Dr. Ali Tresseter, was written up in Forbes magazine in an article titled, What is High Frequency Hearing Loss? So, Dr. Ali, let me ask you this question. How does it feel to be rich and famous? I mean, I actually, I didn't even want to be seen yeah. with you on this podcast yep. anymore. Um, I do want to put it out there. Only $50 an autograph. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Etsy. Yeah. I'll be launching my own website. Your Cameo account. Yep, cameo. Yep. If you want me to sing happy birthday, I got you. Prior to the article, Dr. Ali always showed up by herself. Her 37-person entourage now is a lot. And the 13 dogs is equally a lot. I mean... But I I get it. I need all 37 of them. And we're continuing to add dogs. Yeah. It was amazing. I I, I think both you and I were like totally blown away to have seen that. And it was... Crazy. it, It was too much to process. Oh, I mean, it was too much sure. to process for me and I wasn't even mentioned. So for you, it must have been like banana land. I was like, is there another Ellie Tresseter yeah. audiologist? Yeah. Where'd this come from? You're like, who would have known that there was two Dr. Ellie Tresseters who both did Ask an Audiologist podcast. Know, Good right? for her for being written up in forms. Right? What yeah. are the chances? Super happy for you. Not remotely bitter <laughs> at all. One day I'll get my own article. It'll Someday. probably be in, you know, completely illiterate, nobody cares about dot com. Like in a children's yeah. magazine or something, probably. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Dr. Alley, now that we have probably riffed on weather and pointed out all the great things that this podcast is doing for half of the team, talk to me about tinnitus and the tinnitus treatments. Right. So we started a couple podcasts back. We talked about tinnitus and mm-hmm. and what it is and and when you should seek treatment for it. And there are lots of different treatments for tinnitus. So let's just start with the main treatment, which is um, tinnitus typically does not appear 
on its own. It can, mm-hmm. it absolutely can, but a lot of times there's also a hearing loss associated with it. Got it. So a lot of times people will say their tinnitus is a high-pitched ringing sound, Got it. right? Yep. A lot of times hearing loss, like we talked about, happens in high frequencies. So Makes sense. Hear me out. Shout out the article. Right? So if we have hearing loss in the high frequencies, it's already quieter in those pitches, yep. right? Totally. And then we've got this high-pitched ring, which if that's all we hear in those higher pitches, all of a sudden it seems really loud. Got it. So what we can do is if you have an underlying hearing loss, I would say probably, and this is just my guess based on the patients I've seen, um, probably 75%, maybe 80% of patients find relief from their tinnitus just by putting on hearing aids because they're treating that underlying hearing loss in those high pitches. And so just having more awareness of the sound around them and, um, you know, things like that really helps. I was going to say living in 2023, I feel like we're all conditioned to have this belief that either the thing is just going to go away, which tinnitus might, right? It could just go away or that there's some type of medication for it, or there's like an app for it. But, but the best somewhat case scenario is, is a hearing device, a hearing aid. Right. And, and again, that's, even if you don't have a hearing loss associated with it, People will say just putting hearing uh, hearing aids on and getting that little bit of extra sound is enough for them to find relief. And is it because is it like canceling the frequency? Is there like is is it a, is it a battle? Is it a war of frequencies that your hearing aid is going to counterbalance the the high frequency of your tinnitus? No. Okay. So <laughs> I had this image in my head of these. Two samurais fighting one another, one representing your tinnitus, the other representing your hearing aid, and this battle of titans to see who can be victorious. I mean, that sounds super cool, Yeah, uh, but it's really simple. Okay. I mean, it's just, we call it masking. Yeah, And so essentially just a little bit louder of, of the noise and the sound around you yeah. is just enough to mask that tinnitus. So the, the tinnitus sounds quieter. So then a lot of the questions are, is there a medication? Is there something that I can buy over the counter from a doctor, not the convenience store, but is there something that I can buy that can cure my tinnitus? No. Got it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of information out there. There's infomercials for eardrops or different types of medication, but there is no research showing any clear uh, cure for tinnitus by taking a pill or using eardrops. Um, Really, the cures for tinnitus lie in, maybe it's uh, hearing devices. It could be cutting out certain medications because remember from our last podcast, medications can cause it. A red wine can cause tinnitus, um, blood thinners, um, things like that, cigarettes, um, caffeine, which... Uh, is why I get tinnitus. Can't can't cut that out. (laughs) Can't possibly cut that out. I am wedded to caffeine. Um, But so really, if we can cut those things out and the tinnitus goes away, that's really the closest you're going to get to a cure. Um, You know, if if hearing aids are not enough or if if we can't cut out some of these other things, another way to go is something, uh, there's a couple different names for it, but tinnitus retraining therapy or it's a it's a theory kind of based on um, cognitive behavioral therapy where, um, you know, patients who, who report really severe tinnitus, who are really bothered by it, they typically also have a little bit higher anxiety mm-hmm. um, and they sometimes have depression and things like that going on. And so if we look at cognitive behavioral therapy, 
what we're really trying to do is disassociate that really negative feeling you have towards your tinnitus so that, you know, it just kind of fades into the background and just becomes a sound out there in the ether, right? And it's not the only thing you can pay attention to. Is there ever a point where like tinnitus requires medical attention, like an emergency that you're being rushed to the emergency room for? Good question. So emergencies, usually not there, um, you know, there can be certain things when it comes to blood flow and things like that. But typically when you need to seek medical attention is first, if tinnitus has just come out of nowhere and it won't go away, see an audiologist. If you hear pulsatile tinnitus, so that's tinnitus that sounds like a heartbeat. Okay. That could be a time to, um, to seek medical help. Would it be like a or like a high pitch? It could be, it could be either. It could be like, you know, 2001 techno, like, yeah. After you're done jamming out, (laughs) make sure you go to the hospital is what she's saying. For sure. If Uh, you're done fist pumping, okay, something's wrong. But finish the dance floor. Yeah, of course. You always always finish the song before you get (laughs) off the dance floor. Okay. Yes. And the only other thing, um, unilateral tinnitus. So if, if you're hearing tinnitus in just one ear, that can be an indicator of other things going on. Um, it's actually one of the, um, prime symptoms of, um, there's a, you have your eighth nerve. There can be a tumor sometimes that grows on that. Let me just say it's always benign. Got it. You know, I just started feeling that exact same thing once you explained it. I was going to say, I don't want to start like, you know, a mass Google search and everyone thinks that they have tumors because you probably don't. Usually there's other things, you know, other symptoms going on, Mm -hmm. but that is one piece of it. Um, So if you do have unilateral tinnitus for a long time, it doesn't go away. Seek professional help. And so then, so then the best case scenario is to, if it's not an emergency and if you're not jamming out to the hot beats, how does a doctor like properly diagnose an individual's tinnitus? Because I have to imagine it just spans a, a, an infinite amount of gambits where it can be anything for anyone at any time. Absolutely. I mean, like we mentioned in the, our last podcast, that it can be like a whooshing sound. It yeah. can sound like waves. It can be a high pitch ring. It can be a low pitch ring. So there are a number of different ways we kind of assess tinnitus. Some are more subjective measures like uh, surveys and things like that. Mm-hmm. But there are also, we have something we, we do called pitch matching. So we will essentially um, play sounds for you through your headphones because we're trying to match the pitch of your oh, cool. of your tinnitus because that's then we can really kind of pinpoint you know where the damage is sure. and there are different things that we can do once we know where you know what the pitch is of the tinnitus. That's where I see the battle, the pitch uh-huh. battle, the samurai pitch battle. That is indeed when it happens. Good, good. That's all I was looking for. <laughs> I was just looking for you to confirm that there is a pitch battle involving samurais on one side tinnitus, on the yes. other side your hearing device, and two men enter. One man leaves. Yes. I don't, you don't even need me for this podcast because that is so medically accurate. that Clearly I, I need you because nobody at <laughs> Forbes is writing about me. So I still very much need you. I'm so sorry. But thank you to Dr. Alturi. And to learn more about tinnitus or hearing loss or anything else hearing related, please visit the Ask an Audiologist website. Dr. Ali, just... Thank you for blessing us with your time. I know you are a busy celebrity with your schedule. You know, I, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to do this with I get my it. really busy schedule, but I get um, you know, my, my prices are going to go up. I have to go to AUD school now. <laughs> we'll see everyone next week. You can find more information at askanaudiologist.com and you can follow us on all our social channels at askanaudiologist. The information provided on this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and does not substitute for professional medical advice.
everybody who's listening to this must go and Google this afterwards because it is so satisfying. So good. The water will just flow into the ear and it over time it can loosen up the earwax. It can kind of come out in just one big chunk and it is awesome.